0: Garage. I, as always, and Dan Nichols. I haven't had an existential crisis or anything like that. I am still Dan Nichols, and I am joined by Brian. Black cars go faster. Sanchez. Hey, you. what's going on, guys? And Tim. No, they don't. Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we are talking about cars that are too good for us. Tim, you want to tell us what I mean by that?
1: Well. To be honest, there's there's a ton of cars that we've covered in the past that we never got. Every love of my life JDM car, <laughs> um, but it doesn't just stick to Japan. I mean, there's tons of European vehicles yeah. we didn't get. Italian. Most of
0: this list is actually European vehicles. It is, and they're all great. Yeah, they're Vast excellent. Vast majority of it is. But European. then again, on the JDM side, we didn't talk about the Chaser.
1: Of course, we talk about like, well. We've talked about Chasers before, but there's so many. There's too many cars for me to... And we just did.
0: Yeah, there oh. you go. There you go. Honorable no, but there, feel free and definitely go to our Facebook. And if we missed one, you know, definitely go on there and tell us about your favorite. You know, Give us the stats. I'm a nerd. I love reading that. Um, but also, I want to take this time, uh, as you're listening to my voice... Leave us a positive comment on iTunes. You know, the, the more that you guys get in there and promote us and leave those positive comments, the more people that we can reach and the more that we can, uh, you know, build this community that we have of true blue petrol running through your veins, gearheads.
1: On that note, if, if there's something you think we can do better, interact with us. Let yep. us know. Yep, for it doesn't sure. always have to be good. No, you got something you want to say? By say all means, it. you
0: Absolutely. know, put that on Facebook though. You know, on, on iTunes, <laughs> give us a positive review, five stars. You know, that sort of thing. But uh, we kind of touched on it. Europe is where we're going to spend most of the time in this episode talking about because there are so many that we did not get. So let's talk, uh, let's let's start off by talking about the VAG, the Volkswagen Automotive Group. <laughs> Um, I do love the Vag. Yeah, there's times <laughs> when I like the Vag. Yeah. Um, but- um, I have no It's done comment. some good things.
2: <laughs> it's It's been responsible for a lot of good things- And a lot in, of bad things. Over the
0: years. Yes. You know? Um, but let's start off with Volkswagen. The Scirocco. 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 Scirocco.
2: The Scirocco. Man, I tell you, the- I. Since you know we we never really got these in the states. We did get them from um, eighty
0: one to eighty eight yeah. when they first came out. Up until nineteen eighty eight, when I was
2: two years old. Yeah,
0: we I had was, them here. I was one. Yeah, <laughs> when,
2: when, when they when they went away. So Tim, were you even yeah. born? Were you alive? Were you born? Eighty six.
0: Eighty seven. Okay, so yeah. Oh, okay. You're two years old. Yeah. And then they so there saw. you go, and um, really, that wasn't even really the good one. I mean, they were good. Oh, they were, but that geez, wasn't the really good
1: one. They were good. Like I would, I would say that again. We'll cover this, but man, this is probably the best looking Volkswagen to exist. The especially Agreed. in the '90s. Yeah,
0: the the second gen of them, the Mark IIs, That that was by far my favorite, and then it went away, and then we got the brand new one, which again is a very pretty car in a very different way than the Shabakos of old. But it was still good. I, yeah. I, so number one on this list, and I feel it's a strong number one coming out
2: the gate. Yeah. And this is not like in a particular order or anything. No, we, like we split this, it up by region. Yeah. This is regionally. Yeah. You no, know, but definitely Scirocco. Yep. I mean, would so you, winner in our books? Would
1: you guys say that this car looks better than any other Volkswagen that we have or kind of anywhere no, else? No, yes. I do.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So anything with you a combined. This is also the guy who said during our summer cars that yeah. he wanted a Volkswagen bus.
2: Yeah, I was just about to say, like, <laughs> of anything with a, with a VW on the front, this might be the best, just barely nudging out that bus. Yeah, I mean, that's best just, looking. That's just for me. Maybe like, not to yeah, own. Looking. No, looking. but Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So continuing with this theme of the Vag, uh Audi. Let's talk about Audi, guys. So we've had Audi since they came around. Um, We've had a lot of good cars from them over the years, the Quattros, who can forget. Regardless whether or not you like Audi, I'm not a huge Audi fanboy. But one thing that I can always appreciate is a fast commuter car. Yeah. So let's talk about the S lineup and the RS lineup. Yeah. We got them this year, last year. We we were hit, we yeah, were fuzzy we, on that because found, let's face it, none of us are affording an Audi, so why go to? This is very
2: true. It's very <laughs> so, true. We were uh, yeah, we're, we're we're struggling to find like the specific date, but mo- generally, the last like year and a half, mm-hmm. two years is really where. Yeah, we're starting to see them, and
0: the S lineup started like back in the mid 2000s, and then RS was soon to follow, which is basically the equivalent of like a Mercedes sending a car to AMG, which we'll get to that in a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, so the very recent, um, I will tell you my favorite Audi of all time, don't get me wrong, the R8 that I got to drive was amazing how could it not be it, it was it was truly a magical spiritual existence i've been, I've been <laughs> telling
1: people dan's story oh, like, yeah, no, know, me? I too.
2: yeah i have too yeah i was like oh my god my buddy got to do this yeah. really awesome thing. yeah i mean that's it was super cool but
0: the audi that i would love to own and it's almost a bucket list car for me but i'll never be able to own it is the new rs7 yeah. The station wagon hatchback looking thing. Yeah. It's not really. A it's like an wagon. in between
2: kind of yeah. thing. It's it, it, it's so that like, shooting
0: brake.
1: So yeah. It looks it, a liftback.
0: Yes. Yeah. And it lifts up like the window with it too. Like it's an actual hatchback. Um arguably, it's the ugliest car in the lineup cuz like the back looks kind of it's super squared off and super blocky or whatever whatever. But I like, I love it.
2: It for me though like you're right. Like, it is not mm-hmm. the prettiest. It's definitely the, the least of the pretty Audis. Right. Um, but it's, those kind of things make it look aggressive.
0: It's imposing.
2: Like, it's, it's, it's yeah. a very strong stance when it's on the road. You see mm-hmm. it moving, like, yeah. And even
0: the A7, what have I always said, guys? There is no replacement for? Displacement. But force induction comes close.
3: <laughs> even the base model variant,
0: even the base model variant comes with a, I believe it's a 3.6 liter V6, but it's twin turbocharged. The RS7 is the same setup. It's still all wheel drive. It is a V6. It is twin turboed, but they've beefed it up. It, like there's, a, it's creating something like 75 percent more horsepower. That's amazing. That's great. Um, and then who can forget? Uh, Brian's excursion during our Great Gremlin caper, what was the car you had? Say the Avant. I don't remember. Say the Avant. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was the Avant. There you go. That's the, an Audi as well, and we R- never got it over here. The
1: RS4 Avant, to be exact.
0: That's right. To be exact, but we didn't have that until recently. And we've had these cars, Or these cars have existed for years before this. And we just now got we're them. That's now. why it's on the list, is because it was too good for us until very recently.
2: Apparently.
1: Well, I mean, they're following suit from other manufacturers. Like Nissan didn't give us the skyline for how long? And then yeah. Yeah. we're getting there. GTR? Don't, don't
2: jump ahead. Yeah, of me. Don't don't why, don't spoil the ending, man. Come on, man. I'm just spoil. saying GTR. <laughs> yeah. It's not so, the same.
0: Let's go to the home of Lamborghini and Ferrari. Ferrari. But let's not talk about them because you know, like, we've got all of those. I
2: just want to say, you, when you said Ferrari, both times, mm-hmm. you did the little hand motion thing. Well,
0: that, the little, like, that's part of the, the accent. The Italian you didn't know that, accent
2: right? hand. He's a spicy meatball. Yes. He's doing it, He's yeah. doing it yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, it's all on the wrist, guys. Because
2: you have to do it. Like, but just, good look, listening.
0: Look. Yeah. F- Ferrari and Lamborghini, they bring everything over here because, they, let's face it, we're Americans. And... Who, you know, machismo, whatever. (laughs) Um, But one car company that has only come over recently from there, and it's because of Fiat, is Alfa Romeo. But Alfa Romeo only gives us the 4C, which is an amazing car when you consider what it is, an automatic four-cylinder out of a Dodge Dart. But the one car, and I think that it is... The best car that Alfa Romeo has ever made, and we were arguing about this a little bit, and that is the Alfa Romeo 159. It was a four-door hatchback. But again, it kind of follows suit with the A7, the 7 Series Audi, in that it's very imposing. And it's this little tiny car. The, the 7 Series Audi is huge. It's a big freaking car. Yeah. This was a small hatchback, in every sense
1: of the word. So, there was there's that. Any other thoughts about Alpha? So I've never been a huge Alpha fan. Um, I don't I don't know what it is about them. It it's probably Jeremy Clarkson talking so much shit over the, the time that I've spent. You're watching not a Top Gear.
0: petrol head until you own one, <laughs> and then it breaks. And then it breaks. Um, yep.
1: But this one is very aggressive. It does look good. Um, yeah. One thing I've liked about new alphas, kind of since we started getting them, was the the way that the headlights are. Yeah, it's like a slat with like individual lights. It, it, I know it's it, not. It's,
0: it's like a sideways teardrop.
1: Yeah, but it it looks great, especially I, I with, with their fascia of that triangle. I I totally very forgot good. the
0: fact that we get the uh, um, the freaking
1: uh,
0: Julia. That is a really sexy car.
2: I do love the way that thing looks and we got the suv
0: which is a sexy suv i know it's a crossover even and i love it <laughs> Somebody... it's a crossover that you can't even have a trailer hitch on because of the way that the uh exhaust system is set up
2: <laughs> so it's useless yeah well i mean it's, <laughs> it's an SUV. it's, it's, it's a crossover. It's already a crossover so it's already useless <laughs> right um was it you that was saying though that the julia was overrated
1: uh i don't know hang on like in, a, in its looks, I know it wasn't you. Oh I, shit! I, it was me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I, you're not the only person. I forget who I was talking to like a couple of weeks ago. I it came up somewhere, and someone else shared your your. your it looks thought as well. you know why it looks like a jag. Yeah, but that's I, why I, I like agree. It, though I guess I, that's and not like, a bad thing. But it doesn't look like an alpha exactly. As, so I mean, I, can, I guess I can see your I, point. It's but the I headlights. It looks, I
0: think it looks like an alpha. Honestly, I do.
2: It, it, there's. It, it looks like a
0: Jag, but with Italian flair. It's like Jeremy Clarkson, but in a
1: fine suit. No man. I mean, I'm right now. I'm showing Dan a picture of the one five nine that that he he picked. Yeah, looks oh. completely different. That's Alpha to me. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah. It, I mean, it's those I, it's those
1: recessed headlights, man. Whereas like the new one, it just looks like a Jag.
2: Yeah. I just I I do I, love I still, all think, the mm. almost all of the new alphas I look preci- great.
1: Brian, I appreciate you calling me out on that. I complete I say a lot of shit. I fuck yeah. Completely forgot well, that. I was just
2: I was trying to remember if it was you or, or if it was just that other person. And I, again, I cannot nope. remember who it was. Still share that sentiment. That I was talking to. I think it was someone on the guys trip at the coast uh, a couple weeks back. Uh, we we're talking about that, but yeah, I mean, I absolutely love it. It mm-hmm. looks super great. Yeah, um, but.
0: And let's not forget that the power plant in it is a V6 that Ferrari says, because keeping in mind that Alpha is the parent company to Ferrari, uh, Ferrari says, no, that is not our V8 with uh, two cylinders cut off. Um, That it is not that. However, if you look at the geometry of everything, um, (laughs) it's identical. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, So let's head to baguettes, cigarettes, and wine. Land. Um, we're not gonna have any listeners in
2: France, man. They don't like cars, anyways. Um, but we're about to list a couple of them that we didn't get here.
0: Yeah, but or just one. Yeah, Peugeot. Um, in particular, the in previous years, the 206 and 306, which were rally monsters, and they were hot hatches. Um, they, these. Lackluster looking cars. I hate them for that like, simple reason. Like they they looked like a Geo Metro. Mm-hmm. They did, but they were ballsy, turbocharged four cylinders. And there's the new one called the RCZ. And I swear to God, if it's not an Audi TT with Peugeot makeup on it, I don't know what is. Like seriously, it it the A pillar looks like an Audi TT, but I couldn't find any information on it. Yeah. But, I mean, are you looking it up right now, Tim? It, it Tell me that's not a TT. Oh, my God. It is a TT. It's right? like the new
2: TT. It though. looks just... Yeah. Even, even like the front... Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It looks like a longer TT. But, you a know, whatever. A little bit different whatever. lines, but yeah. yeah. Whatever. I do, honestly, though, um, do you guys remember what people used to do to 206s? Like those crazy square wide bodies? No. You've never seen that. It's so bad. Yeah. I'm not even going to look up a picture because it'll make me throw up. Okay. Yeah. No, I
2: remember that. Yeah. Like, those like, are the same ones that they would put like spoilers on the back of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you could do it in like Need for Speed Underground. Right. Right. That's right. But like, yeah. Those man. parts really exist in real life. People did it and it wasn't a thing. So that's I why 206s don't have fond memories.
2: Nah, wow. Yeah. No, I really don't either.
0: But there are some purists <laughs> out there that the, keep them missing. That's up. the
2: thing though. Like the ones that, like, that ever showed up here that you saw were crap. But. If you find videos of them from you know in Europe, like these are badass little oh, cars. Oh yeah, rally, man. for the rally vehicles. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, man, super so, awesome. But let's
0: go to England, land the land of bar fights and alcoholism <laughs> and searing depression. Um, could have could have just let in with James wow. Bond, man. Yeah, for real. The land of Bond. James Bond. And- yes, who was an alcoholic. Um, <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Aston Martin. Okay, we got quite a few Aston Martins. But the last four-door that we got was the Rapide. Um, and I think we only got it for two years or something because it didn't bode well here. But really, that it looked like a, a, a Vanquish or a DB9 that was just... That took a Viagra, like it was longer and had two more doors. Um, but <laughs> That's a good the analogy. new one is so incredibly pretty, and it's called the Lagonda. Um, I have it in the note. It is
2: yeah, no, I a saw that
0: beautiful car, beautiful, and we'll never get
2: it here. We never will. Yeah, no, that I guarantee because we'll it's never not an SUV. Nope. True statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're absolutely before right. Before
1: we skip ahead, uh, so the Lagonda has actually been a Aston Martin vehicle before. It has. It um, has. This car Which is. We didn't get then. Oh, of either. course not. It is wild looking. Yeah, it, it looks yeah. like a like a limo that you just like squished the nose and drunk. That's exactly it. But it's right. like it's, it's sick looking. It is. That's,
2: yeah, that's so 80s. Cool. Yeah, it's definitely it, screams 1983. Yeah. Now, feel free exactly. to correct
0: me on Facebook if you want to, but I don't think there's ever been an ugly Aston Martin. I really
2: don't uh what was the that would
0: be the closest but even still in its own way it's it's
1: pretty oh i like that car um but i like ugly cars sometimes i mean
2: the only ones that you could say maybe are like the ones that are like that were like purpose built for like track racing that aren't necessarily like pretty maybe but they fall into that like same as like the audi the rs7 Mm -hmm. where it's like it's not pretty but but it's it's aggressive looking and so it still looks good so i will agree with you on that
1: I was gonna say, what was the the tiny one that they crammed the V twelve in?
0: Oh I, but I, I don't remember, but technically you know what that was? That was a Toyota IQ with like no BS. Nah. With, yes, no BS. With it,
2: the Aston Martin like engine in it? Like Yeah.
1: And then Aston Fascia and
2: yeah, body panels. It, it,
0: it was a badge job by Aston okay. Martin. And you know why they did it? Because much the way that over here in the United States, we followed UK suit in that uh, car makers were assigned a number. And the higher your number, the higher your tax was and the higher you you had to pay to make your cars. The way that you got higher numbers was fuel economy. And if you didn't have enough fuel-efficient vehicles, it was really expensive to do business. So what Aston Martin did is went to Toyota, got the IQ shipped over, put their face on it, and said, look, this one gets 40 miles to the gallon. <laughs> and they said, oh, okay. And then Aston Martin's like, I'm so sorry, world. You know what we'll do? We'll go ahead and we'll put the V12
1: in it. Yeah, nice. and it's like the, the V12 one was a special edition one. It didn't right. ship like that. Right. And that would... That would honestly explain why I don't like the way that car looks. Yeah, it's a it's a Toyota
0: with a Nasta Martin badge. Well, there you go. Which blasphemy. Mm-hmm. Um, but another one from a little boutique automaker. Maybe you've heard of them, Lotus. Um, we didn't get the Carlton. We didn't get really the Elise until that uh, the most recent one. You this know, everybody knows long. what they're talking about. Um, but we recently got the six cylinder Evora. And we stopped getting the elise. Ever notice that there are less fewer and yeah. fewer Elises on the on the ground? It's not it's US? not
2: something that you ever really saw like tons of them, hmm. but, but they but were there. Would, but you would see them. Right. Like And it's
0: kind of the same thing that people thought it was a chick car. And it's the same thing as the Miata, in that there are people that believe that it's a chick car, and then there are those who have driven one. Yeah. It's a go-kart. It is. Yeah. It's a mid-engine go-kart. And let's not forget the ones that we got over here. They were more powerful than their European counterparts because they had a, again, Toyota VVTi four-cylinder. Same ones that came in the TCs and Corollas and all that Whereas in the back of that, but it
2: weighed nothing. Yeah. say so if it you, was quick. Yeah. If it weighs a pound and a half. Right. Like yeah. power to weight ratio. Like that's yeah. when, when, you when you're young, you just want a giant horsepower number, but that's the number you really want that's to look the at. the number
0: you want. But the recent replacement for that is the Lotus Exige. Now, we did get those towards the end of the, and it was a, it was an up badge. It was a yeah. trim level. Now it's just called the Lotus Exige, and it looks more, I don't Ex- know, masculine, I guess, maybe, yeah. is the way that you could explain it. Um, but that may not be the right word. Um, it's very pretty. It's very, very pretty. Yeah. And we don't get them.
1: Well, of course not. Yeah. That's just what we're talking about. Moment of um, silence. You were saying, Tim? The chick car connotation that comes with the mm-hmm. the Elise and stuff, mm-hmm. the Esprit, the Esprit kind of did that. Yep, the Esprit as well. Because the yeah. the Esprit was very modern for the time. It was mm-hmm. very angular, yeah. very machismo, and I did the hand motion. He did yeah. the hand one there, he too. He did. Um, but it, so that, that's why. Because like they, they did stop making cars that way, as everyone else did. Yeah. And... We got round, small sports cars.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: Is that a tar- speaking It was, was the Elisa Targa.
0: Yes, uh, yes, it was. Into it. Never yep. mind. Mm-hmm. Into it. There you go. And the make... Esprit had pop-ups.
1: I just raised my arms and <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> say, <man. laughs> it'll listen well.
0: Um, but talking about boxy, masculine machismo cars, the Noble M600.
2: Yeah. <laughs> God. isn't this this is on so this is on the list of cars that we didn't get here. Yep. But isn't this like a car that really Europe didn't really get either? Like, they're not like they're they, super they're rare. They're a teak automaker. Yeah, they're, so they're a teak like,
0: automaker, but they got them. <laughs> we didn't get them got, at all. They got, these
2: got these. the 12 that they made? Yeah. Like. Yeah,
0: they got all of them. Couldn't yeah. share
2: any of them. No. They're just
0: selfish. Sure, they're
2: selfish is what it is. That's what it is.
0: Um, let's talk about the only car that holds the designation on our list to have a wooden frame. True statement.
2: Oh, yes.
0: The Morgans. Uh, the Aero 8 and the three-wheeler in particular are the ones that I'm going to talk about. Uh, the Morgan uh, Aero 8, if you guys don't know what that is, it's the car that you see online and you're like, that car looks cross-eyed. That's it. I
2: love Morgan. I love that doofy-ass looking car. I, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, they just, they, they're, they're an automaker that says, look, we're not making modern cars. Yeah, like they know mm-hmm. it. They're mm-hmm. not trying to, and
0: they stick to tradition. And,
2: and uh, they they do things bad. a certain way. Yeah, and whether or not it's wrong or not, mm-hmm. or there's a better way to do it, this mm-hmm. is the way we do it. And for only car
0: though that a bug could literally make your car fall apart.
2: Yeah, <laughs> termite. Yeah, the Arrow Eight has a has a wooden frame. Yep. Yeah, like they all do.
0: Every single, no. every single Morgan has
1: a wooden frame. All of them. It's their. All of them. It's their. It's their it's claim their to thing. fame. Still, yeah. It's I, their didn't, thing. I
2: didn't realize that the three wheeler. I know, yes. like I know most, like all the other arrows or the the Morgans. I didn't realize the three wheeler had a wooden yes. frame as well. Absolutely, that's nuts. Yeah. Um,
0: last one. Well, not the last one, um, but the first SUV on our list. Um, And really, I understand why it didn't come over, but I still think that it should have the Land Rover Defender. And much in the way that the Mercedes-Benz G-Wagon, my love for that is the exact reason why I love this, because it remained unchanged for 30 years. They stopped making them in 1996. That's amazing. And it was an aluminum-bodied it same thing as the Willie's Jeep, then now the Jeep Wrangler. It was a military vehicle that guys got back from the war and went, I still want one of those. And so they were like, oh, uh, OK, civilian variant. Yeah. There well, you go.
2: It's and those those are the kind of vehicles that if you have any amount of property and just need something to get around in and it, you don't care it if it gets their Jeep banged Wrangler. up. Yeah. Like that's what it is. And that's so like we were talking about this beforehand, like all the cars on this list there's a there's a gap or a void here that mm-hmm. could have been filled or should have been filled by these cars. Right. Then like you just said, like I see probably why they never came. Right. Because we did already have a lot of things that filled this gap. We did. This is the European version of right. what our Jeeps are here. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you though. Yep. I absolutely agree with you. This thing, super awesome.
1: And Toyota was already importing. Land cruisers. And land cruisers yeah. is right. Yep. So understandably right. and,
0: and chances are the defender would have been just as expensive as like a land cruiser. Oh, so yeah. you wouldn't take it off road anyways. <laughs> yeah. Which is what it was it could, it purpose built for. Yeah. So there's that. Um Guys, I want to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart. We're going to run way late. Just putting that out there. So if you're already at work and you're thinking, I'll just wait in my car until uh, this one is over, don't do that. Because we haven't even gotten to Japan yet and we're coming up
2: on the 30-minute I mean, mark. I mean, they they see the time stamp on it. They know how long it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it's a minute longer. <laughs> Good job. Um,
0: so, guys, we all know my love affair with station wagons, right? Me too. Tim and I both Brian's a hater. Um but station wagon? I know you're not. No, I'm not. Come on, man. <laughs> Over in Europe, they call them estates. Way better name. It's a better name. Much better name. But station wagon has a, yeah, I don't know, apple pie and It's Americana. It's Americana. It's that wagon, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, we got the CTSV did. Oh, Mm, that's right. Please bring it back. That's really, yeah, please bring it back. But really, I feel confident in saying it's the only like supercar station wagon estate that we've ever had. Correct. However, for the past decade, maybe two, BMW, Mercedes, and Jaguar have all been doing it. BMW with their M Series 3, their 3 and 5 Series M's. Mercedes E series AMGs and Jaguar their XFR S Sport Brake, which is a dumb name, but whatever.
1: Is it really Sport Brake?
0: Sport Brake. I looked it up, I double checked. It is called the Sport Brake, as in braking. Don't know why. It just is. Alright. Alright. So it and the these cars have all the performance of their four door sedan and even their two door coupe variants, but have enough room to put a dog in the very back.
1: Yeah. A big dog. And the, these yeah. ones, these ones specific are like the sporty ones. Like we, we, yeah. Merc AMG, man. Yeah. So like you put
0: AMG on a Merc, you put an M on a BMW, it's instantly badass.
1: I'm thinking like what we did get of like, wagons that were close and like i'm sure we had like some like high-end wagons from potentially these manufacturers but they weren't as good as these ones
0: you know what i will say that there was one more american car so we had the cadillac ctsv and the dodge magnum srt
1: yeah but Uh, even
0: still the magnum srt couldn't handle it in the corners but you know that's dodge's thing i was thinking and i love them for it i was thinking
1: like maybe like legacy wagons but we didn't we like they didn't even make us a true like well the spec b Never came in a wagon. That's not here.
0: Overseas they did. So in Japan we should have put that one in there.
1: Well, I've never seen a B four a B four wagon, even st- like yeah, non spec B or
0: otherwise. We did get a spec B back in the nineties
2: wagon. Weird. We did. Anyways, moving. Um, what? I said moving.
0: Oh, I I thought you said wait
2: wait. Well, I want to say something really quick. Yes, please, okay. Brian. You talked about these wagons, mm-hmm. and you left one off. I don't think I didn't notice. You left the Porsche off this list, sir.
0: We got it. The, the Panamera? Panamera? We, we totally have, have that. We're talking about cars that don't. We didn't get. We didn't.
2: Get. Oh my bad. That's right. My bad. <laughs> Missed <laughs> the complete premise of this
0: entire episode. So, <laughs> Brian. Brian, it's
1: okay.
0: What's just, what's we're just twenty-nine minutes into this episode, and no, Brian finally so knows what we're talking here's, about. Here's
2: the funny thing: is like we're going down the list. <laughs> we get to the wagons thing, and I'm looking at the, the wagons that you have on this list. And I'm like, okay, I see the BMW, I see the Merc, I see the Jag, and I'm like, where's the where's the Porsche? Because I'm thinking uh, Panamera. Uh, yeah. And while you guys were talking, I'm sure you guys look. I spent. I didn't listen to a word you said. I know. I didn't. We could tell that something. That's doing why I was just, killing like, time. Like looking up like the figures and like the horsepower figures and stuff on the Panamera, like to compare it. Yeah. And I was like, why did you leave it off the list? And that, that's the reason.
0: For reasons. <laughs> actual reasons. Anyways, last European car, and then we'll move on to not really just Japan, but the Pacific Rim and Pacific area. Um, But that is, and I think we kind of saved the best for last because the worst best for last. Worst best for last. Okay. And that is three letters T V R. Um, So many good cars. Uh, so many good bad cars because they rusted away, they broke, they their paint killed you. The paint killed you because Is literally they, cyanide paint, yeah. cyanide based paint.
2: Build quality not a strong suit for TVR.
0: <laughs> no, and apparently if you lift up your carpet on your TVR in the trunk, you will find obscene uh, little marker on it that home guys were talking to guys down the line. And calling them names on your car, and that's why the the uh, carpet was always glued because they didn't want to show you the graphic nature of the notes they were. Writing. Oh my god, I, that's brilliant! I, I want, must say, yeah. I tell
2: you what, like if I found out that my car had something like that, I would rip the carpet up. I want to see it. I yeah, me too. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's like hilarious. apparently
0: every single one of them. That's a treasure there. map. That's awesome. That's, yeah. yeah, man. Um, Additionally, there's a story, and I may have told it on the, uh, another episode, but TVR, uh, there was a painter in the paint booth who decided that he was not going to wear his breathing apparatus yeah, one exactly day. We talked about this. But um, TVRs use a cyanide based paint because that's what makes the sheen and the, the color really pop is the cyanide based paint. Um, so he decided not to. <clears throat> cyanide in a breathable form is poison. He died. (laughs) Fucking duh. Um, So a couple TBRs, the S, the Griffith, the Tuscan, the Cerbera, the Cigaras. All of these are magnificent works of art. Um, V6s, or inline 6s, V8s, they were super powerful, super light. They all had tubular chassis. Um, <clears throat> with fiberglass draped over them, especially like when you got into the Tuscan Cerbera Cigaris. They were super rigid. They were meant to be a race car for the road, but had like a lot of ingenious stuff on them, like a door pop that was underneath the rear view mirror. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Like that shaved door handles on all of them because they didn't want to mess with the body lines. And I appreciate that. Yeah,
2: that's, that's they a They were nice, hopelessly
0: impractical.
1: That's a
2: nice little touch. Right. I like that. They're um, the craziest looking cars. They really Ever. are. Especially like the Tuscan.
0: The Cigaris is crazy looking, but to this day, I think the uh, Tuscan is the weirdest looking car on the face of the planet. Yeah. The weirdest, most beautiful car uh, on on the face of the planet. Yeah, it's funky. So now is typically the time when we would say, all right, so we're going to Japan. But actually, we we went to Europe and we went all around Europe. And I think we did a pretty good all-encompassing yeah. Of
2: yeah, we're the thorough. Best
0: cars from Europe. Very thorough. So, we're going to expand beyond Japan because we keep on forgetting some f- very close friends of ours as Americans. Um, so, we're going to talk about the Pacific region. Um, let's start with Japan, though. If you listened a couple episodes back to Tim's thesis uh, on the Nissan Skyline, there were a lot of them that were amazing. And up until the most recent bullshit one, um, we didn't get them. You know, we, you had the, well, yeah. personally, the my highlights are R32, R33, R34, and the R34 V-Specs. Because there was a V-Spec and the V-Spec 2. Then there was the Nismo. M-Spec. The M-Spec. The, uh, the, um, uh r thirty two r thirty three r thirty four the GTRs and um, what was I going to say oh um, the Nismo tunes on them Mm
1: -hmm. the the actual yeah the Nismo
0: four hundred R's and so like there were a lot of good ones and we got exactly none of them
1: none of them I mean we did get. One rebadged as the G thirty five,
0: which was the most terrible one, even more terrible than the one that we have now.
2: I mean, I don't hate
0: the one we I have. I don't now. hate the one. I hate what it's become.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's more. We don't. Neutered. We're not mad. We're just disappointed. disappointed.
1: Yeah, I mean, the same thing with like the episode two. <laughs> I wasn't on that one. Three,
0: three. Was it three? I think that it was, was three. The, whatever.
1: Um, the, it's just like the, the 370, like re-released. Yeah. Come on. Updated Come fascia. On. Re-release, yeah. updated fascia. Right? Yeah.
0: It's- um, based on the same chassis, though, the Nissan Stasia, which was basically a Skyline as a station wagon estate.
1: This car is hideous. Oh, God,
0: it is. Mm-hmm. But
1: what can be done with it, Dan? You
0: can take the front clip off of a GTR, off of a Skyline R thirty four, and
1: bolt it on. It's a little modification, but like dude, minor. So, like the way the rest of the car looks, all the way to the to the like actual like wagon, it looks like an R thirty four. It's awesome. Nice.
0: Yeah. If you are by a computer, real quick, look up the double unicorn. Just gonna say that it is amazing. Yeah. Tim, bring us in on this next one because this one I figured would make you the happiest.
1: I mean, it does. Um, so we get a lot of Toyotas, um, many, many of them. A lot of bad ones, very few good ones. Mostly bad, correct? Ones. It's absolutely mostly bad yeah. ones. Um, there is something that happens in Japan that doesn't happen here, though, and they they split their market. Mm-hmm. They t- they take the Toyota brand. They have all the same cars that they have here, with like you know some specific to Japan, but they also make. Toyota Crown, which is like their yeah. high end, like cars, like you'd see. I don't know some. Some of them are getting to the the range of like Rolls.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, these like I mean, high end luxury
0: as, cars that are not as special as a Rolls Royce or like yeah. a Bentley. not well, have like those the, are those are handcrafted. Yeah, like true. It's a machine. Have the history a coach and the pedigree. Maker, not not so much a. Auto manufacturer. right, right. But know? this would
1: this would be that car for right. us,
0: absolutely. If there was a comparison, that is it.
1: Absolutely. And like I'll they, get with that. they're held in very high esteem. Like you'll see them not at like your your normal dealership. You see them at like high end car dealerships. Right, and in I mean, Japan,
0: they use them as like we have. Uh, our president has that, uh, you know, tank of a Cadillac. That's what they use. They use Toyota Crown's and make them a tank on wheels. Right, you know, right. But that's what they do. Um, speaking of, cool I, the fact is, is that Japan's closer at that Bentley mark with the Crown than any of our cars that I can think of.
1: Yeah, because I mean, Caddies aren't even. I don't even not that caddies, special. No, oh.
2: no. When I was younger, I used. To, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just like a. A bygone era, maybe like a long time ago, they used to be super cool and and whatever. But they used to carry some kind of cachet, but they don't anymore. Cadillacs, you know?
1: Yeah, I like Cadillac.
2: Yeah,
1: STS and Uh Eldorado. Yeah, that's what. That's what.
0: Yeah, and the STS is still around, but it's a vague shell of what what's it one time with. Sorry, Vince. Um, <laughs> he he owns one and I he know. loves it. And don't get me wrong, I don't hate him, but they're just not. Mm, to be
1: fair, he aspires to have the CTS though.
0: It, true, exactly. They you buy the CTS because you can't afford or you can't find a CTS V.
1: Yeah. Uh oh, I think it was a V he was talking about, but I think like he was like comfortable yeah. with the CTS, but still, right. Um, Dan, what's the next one? The only
0: pickup truck on our list: the Toyota Hilux. Hilux. Helux. Sometimes
1: referred to as the Helix.
0: Yeah. Um, now granted we've got quote unquote comparable trucks from Toyota at the time with the T one hundred back in the early nineties and eventually the Tacoma. I don't view them as comparable. They just they're just not. I mean, yeah, they were capable off-roaders. Go back to our truck episode. Absolutely. They are capable off-roaders. The Hilux carries esteem across the world as being able to, I mean, who can forget the top gears where they dropped it off of buildings and submerged it in water and it started up and ran.
1: The, the dropping off a building where it was in pieces and do that with a ran. taco
0: you're not going to be able to with a tacoma you'll never be able yeah. to make that happen
2: yeah i the i've only ever seen one of these in the wild uh in Honduras when we went on the cruise yeah and we were driving around uh and and it, all the police vehicles mm-hmm. on the Toyos, do you know do you know how many um, miles those trucks probably had on them a, Thousands. All of, all of them. All, <laughs> all of them. All the miles. Um, police vehicles, construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like every, I feel like every other car that was driving yep. was either a civilian or, or it, police or something driving a freaking Toyota Hilux. And I mean, let's, it was let's. They're everywhere.
0: Let's face it. We have the F-150 in America. The rest of the world has the Toyota Hilux. That's true. Yeah. That's and right. I don't know who got the better end of the deal. Just putting it out there. Um, this last one from Japan is going to sound funny, but bear with me. Okay. Um, the Buick Park Avenue. Yeah. You, you, you put this on the list earlier and I was like, huh? So for those of you who can remember, my first car was a Buick Park Avenue in 1993. The Buick Park Avenue in the States has always been a road pillow. Nothing more, nothing less. Not powerful, not really exciting other than the fact that it is like driving a lazy boy down the street, okay? Um, However, the Buick Park Avenue is a car that we know here as the brand-new Chevy Caprice or, in Australia, the Holden Caprice, Now, we do get these here, however, they're only for police applications. They're not for civilian applications, so that's why it makes the list with me, and it totes the Buick badge and has all the Buick luxury. Buick is basically baby Cadillac in that it is very, very comfortable, but this one in Japan comes with an LS and is rear-wheel drive.
1: We don't have that here, like we in don't. any in any iteration <laughs> no. of no. of Buick. I, I don't yeah. know
0: if you know this about me, guys, but um, I love an LS. <laughs> no, never. Yeah, no, really, no, I, no bullshit.
2: I did not know that. Yeah.
0: So let's go to the only country in the world that might be more American than us, and that's Australia.
2: Australia. Australia. Yep. I found out. Apparently, that's a thing now. Yeah. Apparently, Australia. like we say
0: Merca, they say Australia. Um, so guys, they have something that was started here, maybe there, whatever, don't care. Um, they have something over there that I wish never went away from here. And that is Utes. Yeah. Or as we would know it, trars with the El Camino and the Ranchero.
2: I was about to say, I don't think we really have, I mean, if maybe we do have a word for it. But like you don't ever hear it,
0: yeah. Because well, we haven't had we had two of them. We had had two of them. Yeah, you had a El Camino or you had a Ranchero, so you just called it that. Yeah, but it's big business over there. Yeah, Uh, Ford has what they called the Pursuit, and Holden has what is called the Maloo. Now, it is important to note that both of these come from the factory with options. Of forced induction on top of, in the Holden, an LS, in the Ford, a Coyote. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty freaking awesome. Not to mention that the Ford Pursuit, at one point in time, had the Barra uh, inline six, which, yeah, it's an inline six, but mountains of power. More power than an LS, more power than... Pretty much anything out there. The guys from uh, Mighty Car Mods actually took one, put it in their Cresta, a four-door Japanese car, put it in that minor modification to the outside. They didn't even break the seal on the engine. Mm -hmm. And did a
1: nine-second quarter mile. To be fair, that car had drag slicks on it. It did have drag slicks. It had all that.
0: But the engine itself... The engine itself wasn't like a top fuel car or anything. It was pretty much a stock engine. It had upgrade cam. It had upgrade turbo. But the crank was the same. Mm -hmm. The pistons were the same. The heads were the same. Everything was the same, except for the things outside the engine. That's stout. Um, It's pretty impressive. To that point, uh, the Ford Pursuit came with uh or came, uh, came after and it was based on the Ford Falcon, which actually started here. We had the Ford Falcon back in the 60s, but it never went away in Australia. Um and it's a V8 rear-wheel drive, except when there was the Barra in line six. But you know, there were these really, really, really good front engine rear-wheel drive cars that we never got. We got the Ford Fusion, which is a car that I'm okay with. I don't hate it. We
2: actually like it, but...
0: But it's no V8. Uh -uh. I mean, this thing up until very recent years, this and the Holden Commodore, which is the next one that we talk about here, again, both of them came with variants that had forced induction on top of V8s. Yeah. These would be cars that could go toe-to-toe with SRT Chargers and even, I would say, Hellcats.
2: Probably. But
0: we don't have them here. Nope. So we don't. The last one, and we're gonna end on a somber note, is that Holden Commodore. Because we did get it. For two years. As the Chevy SS. And GM, you (laughs) fucked it up because you can't freaking put together a commercial for it so that people know it exists! There's other things though, Dan. <laughs> but I'm not angry. I'm not. Not at all. Uh, I'm not. uh,
2: Tough. uh I'm. Mm. He's he's shaking in his chair right now. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> was, There's like I so was, many other things they did though.
1: They fucked that yeah, up. Yeah.
2: Th- that was just. There was a lot wrong with that whole endeavor. Would, and would you say Dan that? Sad.
1: Would you say that they tried to they tried to do what they did with the GTO? Because like the. The GTO that they brought over from Australia, too, they changed quite a bit on. They left some body panels, taillights. Sure, right, But if they'd have left that Commodore, just brought it over here, no Chevy badges on it, just throw the SS on it. Yeah. In the grill, on the trunk, maybe on the the fenders, left it alone. I still
0: maintain that there were were Chevy guys that were going to Chargers because there wasn't a V8 rear-wheel drive version from Chevy. So... And they didn't even know it existed. They didn't. I remember I, seeing it driving down the road and going, the fuck is that?
1: When you first brought that up episodes ago, um, I didn't know what it was then. Yeah. I was like, what is that? Well, because Chevy SS, a Chevy SS what?
0: Right. Chevy SS Camaro? Yeah. Chevy SS, Chevy, what? That's so, why
1: they should have just called it the SS, through the badge on it, man.
0: Or call it, I don't know, the Commodore. Yeah, leave it alone. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. GM, get back at me. But until that time, <laughs> I am Dan. I'm Brian. I'm Tim. Now get out of my crotch.